The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games blackjack, roulette, slots, live dealer, table games. Huge win as always this week. A player bet $3 and won $142,000 on Mercy of the Gods. Another player bet $20 and won $108,000 on Divine Fortune. Download the app. You get your choice of a deposit bonus up to $2,000 or $50 in free credits. Download the DraftKings Casino app and use the code VEASAN, VEASAN to claim the offer, casino.draftkings.com for full details. Get up there. Can't wait for Sunday. Kickoff in the NFC title game is going to be a lot of fun. Could be a bloodbath between the Eagles and the 49ers up front, both sides of the ball, and former 49ers great uh, on the offensive line, three-time Super Bowl champion Randy Cross, kind enough to join us here early on a Friday morning. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm like you. I, I can't wait for these games. These last two weekends are my favorites with all the all the action on the weekends and then finishing off here with these two championships. Yeah, I almost like Championship Sunday more than the Super Bowl because it's, you know, the journey mm-hmm. more so than the destination and you have the two best teams in each conference still oh, yeah. alive. Uh, we, we, we talked a lot about this in the previous hour, Randy. The battle up front here. Uh, it's going to be one in the trenches, one would think. And last week, the Cowboys got 20 pressures on Brock Purdy. Micah Parsons had eight. I know that he's uh, he's unbelievable on that side of the ball, but the Eagles' defensive front is better. So as a former 49ers great, again, on the O-line, who do you think wins that battle on Sunday? Well, it's uh, you're breaking it down the right way, at least. That sort of front-to-back approach on both sides. Um, and that's where they're as strong as they are anywhere. Uh, if, if, if the Niners were what their fans kind of thought, if you tracked social media at all during that last game, ineffective on offense, mm-hmm. uh, it was because Dallas is front, you know, and they have the same characteristics that, that Philadelphia has, besides the fact that Philadelphia has a lot more sacks with 70 on the season. Um, they're, they're tough, they're physical, they've got speed. Um, and what they did, Dallas did is they didn't leave any obvious escape lanes in the middle of their defensive line. Purdy was able to exploit people or has been able to exploit people when he can escape up and away and run to pass. Uh, they basically told him Micah Parson, let's say he's coming off the right side. He was collapsing it from this side. They were collapsing it in the middle. 
And the only way he could go was to escape left. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not rocket science to figure out. A guy that throws with his right hand doesn't necessarily scramble his best and throw his best run to his left. Uh, and that's the option they gave him. Uh, Philadelphia has the ability to collapse a pocket on just about anybody. I don't like their chances of overcoming uh, Mr. Williams, 71, there at left tackle. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you look at the rest of them, they're, they're, they're going to be well-matched, if not at times overmatched. So then your level of confidence with the 49ers O-line run-blocking and you're concerned then with McCaffrey and Mitchell missing practice all the way up until yesterday. We'll find out their stat, more of their status coming up today. But are you strong here with the 49ers and convinced they're going to be able to run against the Eagles front? Well, at this point, practice is kind of reps and, you know, rope memory. Uh, now, they do change a lot of stuff. So being able to do those different formations and motions and be in the right place and the right timing is very important. But, you know, I, health is number one. So if they didn't practice yesterday or they practiced a little yesterday, they might practice a little bit more uh, today and won't do anything on Saturday. Um, one of the more significant things I haven't heard much about in both these games, uh, when is the last time in the middle of January it was 53 degrees in Philadelphia Good oh, point. Yeah. On, a Sunday after, on a Sunday afternoon? When they won that game, when the Niners won that game last week and Philly, you know, set it up that it was going to be, a, you know, Philly was going to come through and have the home field advantage. First thing I thought of, having been at the last, you know, dozen, 15 uh, Army-Navy games, in December was that it was going to be like that. It was going to be snowy. It was going to be wet. It was going to be nasty, which sort of alludes to a very sort of, um, you know, primeval stone age kind of football at times uh, by necessity because of what you can and can't do in those conditions. But it's going to be, they're going to be like they're in Santa Clara. Yeah. You know, this afternoon in Philly outside of the, green painted insane fans yeah absolutely do you think philadelphia has success running it on san francisco i I think they will i mean you gotta think you know this isn't like it's a you know one of these defenses is number one the other defense is number two Mm -hmm. one of these offenses is number one the other offense is like number four (laughs) so yeah they're gonna have success uh, God knows they had success last time. I mean, 268 yards was amazing last week. So that's something you look for, for them to do really, really well. I would expect them to have a chance. Like Fred Warner is going to have a lot to say about that. Yeah, uh-huh. Nick Bosa is going to have a lot to say about that. The Niners aren't as big, nasty, and physical as Philadelphia is inside. That may be an advantage for Philly. Yeah, well, you know, you you, you mentioned it too, but they, these are nasty fans. It's a hostile environment. What's your level of concern about, yeah. about Purdy going on the road now and playing for all the marbles? Um, well, it'd be, a, it'd be a bad time to start showing cracks, that's for sure. Uh, but I don't know, not that much. I think a lot of that is a reflection of who you go there with. Mm. Okay, good I answer. Don't think this, yeah. this, this, I don't think this team is very affected about going on the road. In fact, I think they love going on the road. I think it's been a tradition of this franchise. And when you, when you play on the West Coast, you've got to be able to thrive on the East Coast. And they always emphasize that. And I think that's something they've always done really, really well. I look for them to, to have one hell of a game. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Former 49ers great Randy Cross, three time Super Bowl champion, is our guest. My biggest concern with the 49ers going into this game would be their secondary. Uh, when you break down all the metrics, uh, they're not great. They're below average in a lot of the key categories. And that's where I think Philadelphia is going to have success. Would you agree with that? It's going to be Goddard. It's going to be A.J. Brown. It's going to be Devontae Smith. Yeah, I mean, that's actually, if it doesn't scare the hell out of you, uh, it sure should if you're a Niner fan. I, I think what they have, and, and they've got something that all the really good teams do have, and that's a tight end that can threaten the middle of the field, mm-hmm. which is a great friend of those toys on the outside that take advantage of that coverage and can get single coverage outside of it. Um, but if you look back over the last dozen weeks or so, that's been the problem. That's been the theme 
uh, for teams playing the Niners. It's always so the analysis has always ended with, well, you know, you got to worry about the fact that they can take advantage of those safeties and that they can expose those safeties. I, I think it's true if given enough time, because we saw it last week. But Dak Prescott had some success, but the pass rush has a lot to do with that. Bosa has a lot to do with that. And, you know, the amount of time to get to uh, pass is going to be a real issue. I think Jalen Hurts is going to do something Dak Prescott wouldn't do last week, and that's run with the ball. And that's going to be a, a yeah. that's going to be a, a part of the game that's going to be tough for San Francisco to handle because Jalen will not hesitate to run the ball. For some reason, Dak didn't want any part of it last week. Right. Also, being a, a former lineman, do you think this is going to be problematic for Cincinnati with the injuries on the O line this week going against Kansas City and Jones? Well, Jones and them—that's as good a. A defensive unit of all these of these last four teams, that may be the best, you know, sort of unit of the four, the defensive line, especially Jones and what he's doing. And when you can collapse a pocket from the inside and press it into a quarterback's face, that gives you an advantage, at least in my world. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be a huge, a huge part of this uh, dealing with Burrow. But, you know, I think it all spins off of Mahomes and that ankle. Because if you've ever had a high ankle sprain, mm-hmm. he's probably felt pretty good at practice yesterday. He may have feel great today. He may feel good Sunday, but eventually you're going to tweak it. And when you tweak it, you go all the way back Ooh. to where you started. Yeah, all the and way over. Then it's going to be yeah. a problem to deal with. Then it's going to be a problem to deal with. How about the comments coming out of that hey. side with the Chiefs offensive line, Randy? And they said, we know now that he's a little uh, wobbly, we have to step our game up. Well, they're right. I mean, absolutely. And that's a big challenge to everybody. I mean, I didn't see much of a difference last week with that Cincinnati backup offensive line. So I'm not anticipating to see too much of the problem this week. Uh, And Kansas City is approaching it the right way. I know when Joe Montana hurt his back, back in the mid-80s, we basically had an approach where we can't let people – you always want to protect your quarterback. You love your quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's your guy and blah, blah, blah. But you have it, yeah. You know we can't let them touch this guy, and that's where they're going to be at su- Sunday. Yep. They can't let Cincinnati touch Mahomes. So who do you, the, the two winners on Sunday will be? Who? I think it's going to be the third rematch of the uh, oh. Niners and the Bengals. Wow! I think the Niners are going to go on the road and win there, and I think the, the two road teams are going to win in this, which is you know kind of a stupid bet. <laughs> by most people's evaluations of, of taking two road teams and championship games, but I think that's how it's going to work out. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time again. We certainly appreciate that, and uh, I'm very jealous. You have one of the top five heads of hair I've ever seen still to this day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I thank my mother and her, my mother's relatives, and it's worked out well. Yeah, it must feel good to wake up knowing, I mean, look at this. I got yeah. the 5-pad. I've had it since I was like 19 years old and working with nothing. <laughs> no, the lettuce has never been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Very Enjoy good. the games. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Great job. Good. Great job with the hair. Good uh, perspective, too. It's who you're going there with. Yeah. With Purdy. Good answer. Good perspective with the O-line, too. Up next, we have a lunch bet here on the show. Where will the Bengals-Chiefs point spread close? The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on all right, conference championship games this weekend. Check out Bet Rivers going up to ten thousand in bonus money instantly. Play their exclusive Bet Rivers Square this football season. Place a ten dollar bet or more in qualifying bets, you get a square on the house. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Fascinating line movement the entire week with this uh, Bengals Chiefs game currently. On the board, I'm looking at, uh, you know, KC minus one at a lot of shops, some one and a halves out there. And we have, you know, more than 48 hours until kickoff for this game. Where do you think it, we have a lunch bet on this? So where do you think it closes? Two, two and a half. Well, you got to pick one, Jack. Two, two and a half. Okay. Well, then, then, two, then what depends on, on, uh, okay, uh, I'll go, I'll go two. Okay. Yeah. Kansas City, two. I'll go two, two and a half. I'll go, can you imagine? I'll say two and a half for the lunch bet. Can you imagine if this closes two and a half and it falls one or 100% two? hundred percent I can. Oh, my God. Yes. It opens three. It gets pounded down to pick. It goes back to one, one and a half. It goes to Cincinnati, two and a half. It touched three here, two spots here oh. earlier in the week. Comes all the way back. To two, two and a half, and it would fall one. And it lands 24 23. <laughs> I can see that happening. Wow. Uh huh. Oh. And a lot of people would be dancing. That's right. If that happens. Yep. And a lot of uh, bookmakers would get the resume ready. Yeah, that's exactly to that right. Too. Turn out the lights. That so, would be something. Let, let me run some of these numbers, but I'll go two and a half. You're going to go two for a lunch bet. Okay. Um, well, I mean, if, you, if we continue to get these videos. Of him prancing and, and dancing around and spinning and everything's great and being a me I want what he's taking. Yeah. So again, this number can, this number can only go one direction. It's not going back the other way. Right. It, right. Like, it's not like it's gonna pick go pick or Bengals are gonna be favored by a point. New. Okay, not not happening. Not I'm at this a, point. How about what Randy said? And that he's you know, he's not splitting the atom, but if something happens Sunday, then you go all the way back to zero and where you were. Sure. And it that's why sense, again, though, yeah, right? that's why you still Three to one. Will Henny get in the game? You can still tweak it. He's also uh, he was nine to one earlier, plus nine fifty to have the most passing yards in the playoffs. So not a lot of uh, expectations there for him to go out there and you know, although his passing yards prop for this week went up, and that makes sense so too, right? People are going to look at that and say, "Oh, I think he's going to be okay for the game." Let me go hammer that over right now. You can't the- see a blowout in any game, can you? You can't see a comfortable win. Or do you? Well, I, nothing would really surprise me, but yeah. I'm, I think it's based on what the point spreads are at. These four teams are so close to each other, I think our expectations have it to where they're going to be super close. But if one team wins by two touchdowns, I'm not going to be floored. And you like the under 
in the Eagles Niners game. Let me throw you some alt numbers I, yep, for this I, game. I, I, very much so. I don't agree with the move. I think both teams are going to try to uh, run the ball, and we disagree on who will have success. But the other thing, I love no score first five and a half minutes, and some places have six and a half and seven and a half up on that as well. I also like sacks under five and a half in that game. Okay. Because you, you said it, though. Purdy will throw the ball away. It is refreshing. Well, he does. He'll, he'll, he, can, he can move, and he'll get out of the pocket and throw it yep. away, and uh, that's five and a half. And William Hill has no score for seven and a half. But uh, well, what the, is that the, juice? The five, that's over, over minus 150. Yes. <clears throat> yes, surprising minus 150. I'm looking at no score first five and a half minus 150. Okay. So the alternate under, is there any way we get a 10 3 game Eagles Niners? Because under, no, I'm, as, I'm asking for a I reason. I can't see that. No. The under 15 and a half pays 80 to 1. They have that, huh? Oh, yeah. Wow. You can go all the way down to 15 and a half. Yeah. You can go 17 and a half. So do we get a 10-7 game? Yeah, I see it more like the, uh, the last game against Dallas. Okay. I see that. Do you really have to clean now, this guy? Uh, I mean, that's I, I really see that type of hey, game. Uber Eats, does he have my uh, McMuffin? No, what the, what is this that him guy, coming this in? This guy is cleaning the windows right now. Come on in, sir. I mean, what is he doing? Um, this is uh, <laughs> Uber Eats. I could, I could see 16-13, absolutely. All right. Under, I, I could see 17-10. Sure, absolutely. Okay, let me give you those numbers then. Under 27.5 is 12-1. to 1. Under 29.5 is 9-1. to 1. If you uh, Niners beat the Cowboys 19-12, so if you get a repeat of something similar to that, that's a weird landing spot, though, 19-12. But if you, get 30, if you go under 31.5, that's plus 680. Uh-huh. I mean, you could bet several of these alternate unders and just you hope to God nothing happens. You hope that you get Patriots Jets all over again. 3-3 late yeah. before the walk-off uh, punt return for a touchdown. Yeah. Under 21.5 is 35-1. to 1. Again, 10-6 neighborhood. 13-7 gets you there. You just have to sit back and hope that it's like 3-0 at halftime and you'll be, you know, you have a lot to root for in the final 30 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. This is, um, we talked a lot about the fan base in Philadelphia yeah. this week. Here, and Nick Sirianni obviously knows about this as well. His message to the fan base with their reputation for rowdiness. Be you. Um, the reputation of being able, having to come into Philadelphia and play um, is the reputation that we have because it is that it's intimidating and it's loud and it's um and it's hype and and they, and they are, they're passionate fans. We got great passionate fans. And so, you know, be who you've been for your entire the entire time the Eagles have been here. Um, you know, I know Jonathan Gannon always jokes around about when he was in 2017 when he was uh, with the with the Vikings and they came into uh, Lincoln Financial in the NFC Championship game. He just every t- Jonathan is every time he talks about it, he's like whoa that was intense and he and so he, we were talking about that and so you know make make the other team right where's the cameras make the other team say whoa of how of how uh, like Jonathan Gannon did uh, in five or six years ago so um, that that'd be my message. If I recall correctly, leading up to that game. The Vikings fans were also getting cocky, right? The ones who traveled yeah. to Philadelphia. Were they not on the rocky steps doing that stupid skull yes, chant? Yes, Right, I, trying to take over the city? And Philly did it right back at them. They did. Full, but with the Foles. Foles. That's Foles. right. But they also yeah. went right down the field to start the game and were never heard from again. Mm-hmm. And they were obliterated. So uh, I like this guy. He's a great coach. He's cocky. I know what I'm doing. Screaming at the camera. You know, mm-hmm. he's starting the, the shove on third and short. As well, and he's done an excellent job. So uh, I know this. He's very aggressive. I can't say that about Shanahan. What what did we see last year in this game? Guys punting the ball fourth and one with the game on the line. So you have this great offensive line and great rushing attack, and this guy just not aggressive, way, way too conservative, take the points guy, weird with the clock, Loves to punt and, and kick field goals fourth and short. It's bizarre. And he he's said a it, great coach, but it's yeah. very bizarre yeah. what Shanahan, how he treats fourth and short. Well, he's a great play caller. Yes. The clock and the game management stuff is a little weird. I mean, the stuff before halftime against the Cowboys last week, he told the media after the game, I'm going to do the same exact thing. Because that's what I believe in. I don't want to give them the, the ball back with any time on the clock. Yeah, okay. but what if you hit something there? Of you course. can't even. You, that, was, that was stupid. Yeah. Now, you do have gold, though. 
rock solid indeed. Yeah, he, Never so, missed a kick in the playoffs. I mean, what a luxury that is. And to your point, Paul, that will happen again this weekend. He'll he'll punt on fourth and short to rely on his defense. Oh, sure. I have very little doubt in that whatsoever. Right. You might even see a, a big Mike McCarthy, what he did. I mean, if it's fourth and if it's fourth and four at the 40, he's yeah. punting. And, you know, certainly what Dayball did was ridiculous. A, a little bit more perspective here of playing in Philadelphia. Trent Williams, who is all everything for this Niners offensive line, spent a lot of time in Washington. He knows all about it. And here he is talking about Purdy playing there. Seattle, he did good. Obviously, that's one of the loudest stadiums in, in America. So uh, that's probably the biggest test when you talk about noise. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been to Philly almost every year of my career. So it's, it's, it's a little bit more than just the noise that comes with that place. But, um, you know, I think if you can operate in Seattle's noise, I think the noise, you can pretty much operate anywhere. But, um, you know, Philly is just one of those places where, you know, those fans, they, they, they make a difference. They get under your skin, you know, they, they yell at you. They, they, they don't stop. So I think that, you know, that'll be an added factor to it. But I think he operated good in the noise. Like behind your your bench that are screaming or like what? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's when you walk into there, you know, they they let you know that you're not welcome. And you know, it's we enjoy the home field advantage when we got it here. And then you know, it's it's the name of the game. You got to go there. You got to deal with it. And um, that's why we play the game. The uh, okay, I understand the Seattle thing, but he threw for 200 yards and it was the the Kittle touchdowns were all yak. Which I know they're number one in the league in yak, but it well, was just that, he's gonna have to rely on that again. That's this what week. It, he didn't do much in that Seattle game, and that's the game where they also dropped some interceptions. I mean, that was that's, hey, here's a five yard pass to Kittle. Oh, he runs for sixty. Yeah, I mean, I can't put that. Oh, look at Purdy. I mean, I can't do that. I would also look at that and say that's probably what now five six games ago. So that's he's, fair. he's had yeah. some more time now under his I belt. You. I got you. Up next, NFL better, handicapper, friend of the show, Adam Chernoff is going to join us. He's been all over the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs since Tuesday. We will have him take us through the process, why they liked him then, before the Mahomes news came out, and how the line moved throughout the entire week. Coming up here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Well, I do every week, but specifically this one since uh, Tuesday late morning, early afternoon, uh, because Adam Chernoff is great at analyzing the NFL, betting it. Uh, his podcast is called The Simple Handicap. Take us through this then on Tuesday. When you were part of this, right, uh, to give out Chiefs plus two and a half at that point, what you were hearing then and how it came to fruition. Okay, so important to note that Right Angle Sports, the guys I work with, they are incredibly influential within the market. Mm-hmm. And the bet that came out Tuesday afternoon was from us, and that obviously impacted the market and has moved it and caused the last 48 hours to be pretty interesting for people discussing it. And so... I would say that Sunday evening, all throughout Monday and into Tuesday, we had reason to believe that Mahomes was perhaps healthier than expected. There were things out there that were pointing that direction. And there was always a belief and a lot of confidence that he was always going to practice every day all week, as well as play in the game on Sunday. That was never really in doubt. And so with all of that kind of said and put together, When you're thinking about this number, it got to a point where it was at two and a half for the Chiefs as a dog at home. If we think about just where sports books were anticipating this opening before the games were played last week, we were looking at a situation where the Chiefs had been essentially power rated equally or maybe in some cases slightly better than the Bills and that this number was anticipated to open anywhere between Chiefs four or five point favorite. And so when we get to the move at two and a half, and you're looking at really what was a seven point move through the four, through the three, and onto the other side of zero, the question really became when making this bet was, if you think Mahomes is going to play, 
if you think he is going to practice, then what percentage is he going to be at? And if it was really higher than anything that was incredibly detrimental to him, like there's no way that you could get to this price at two and a half because if you were going to the backup with Henny, you were looking at a situation where you were probably going to be at three and a half or four. And so, I mean, the way that this market moved and the way that it was getting bet early in the week with that anticipation to us was way too far. And it was just a play simply on the price, knowing that Mahomes was going to be there on Sunday. Did you guys consider the idea of waiting to see if it was going to go to three at, at a lot of shops? It did touch three at two shops from what I gather only for a couple of minutes, or were you afraid of other people with influence in the market coming in before you getting the two and a half and then moving it too quickly? Yeah, so two sides to this. So obviously when originating your own numbers and making those bets, you have a price in mind and you're confident in making that number. And certainly at two and a half, there was a ton of confidence in making that bet. So that was first and foremost. But then you get into the situation where like, could you have waited? So there were two books that quite frankly don't have a lot of influence on the market as much as stations can be a great place to bet them going to three is not going to pull the rest of the market up to three it's just not happening especially on a tuesday in the nfl for a conference championship and the same thing would apply to caesars so there was never an idea that this was going to get to three and if it was it would still be a number that was going to get there as the limits went up later in the week. If there was truly information out there that was warranted to take the Bengals up to three further, us making that bet at two and a half, considering that we were going to go from perhaps circa taking 30K on Tuesday to 300K on Saturday and Sunday, this number was still going to get to three if people out there had information that warranted it getting to three. We didn't believe that that was the case and were comfortable at the price. That's why we went and bet the two and a half. And this idea that comes up where and we get it a lot. I get it a lot for NFL during the regular season. Like it's it's wrecking the market for everybody else. This bet was made on Tuesday afternoon. The limits were pretty healthy when you're thinking about what some books were taking. But we're seeing 10 times that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so like this idea that us making the bet wrecked it and was like the final word in the market on a Tuesday afternoon on two of the biggest games of the season, that's that's giving a little bit too much respect to what's really going on that, that we might be doing. So um, again, if, if this was going to get to three and there was information out there, it would have got there. That wasn't the case. What are your thoughts on the AFC title game then and how this plays out after Kansas City blew the big lead last year and very surprising how Cincinnati pushed Buffalo around and had no problems getting the rushing attack going, and the O-line injuries weren't a problem. How do you uh, Now Mahomes compromised. How bad is it? Does Jones eat? Do they have problems with the Kansas City pass rush? Break this one down for us, please. And where does the number close, Adam? Yes, yes. Sure. So it's interesting because last week, all we could talk about was the Cincinnati offensive lines. Everywhere you looked, every discussion you were in, like that was all that was being brought up. And now that's kind of forgotten, even though it's still the same issue this week. It was really kind of fortunate that the Bengals obviously got off to a very good start. When you're playing from ahead, a touchdown plus for the duration of the game, that really takes a lot of burden off of the offensive line. So there's snow being on the field, slowing down opposing pass rushes. And the Bills overall had a bizarre game plan to start off. They just sat in zone coverage. They conceded everything underneath. There wasn't a lot of emphasis to bring extra pressure or try to test that offensive line. They let the Bengals walk down the field two drives in a row. It was a really weird thing to see. The Chiefs with Spags play a ton of man coverage. They're very aggressive at the line of scrimmage. We've seen them employ that strategy against the Bengals in almost every meeting here, the last three that are sort of in focus. And they've had success. The Bengals' big plays have been from a lot of yards after the catch, a lot of sort of breaking out and missed tackles. That's kind of mistakes on the Chiefs' part. But let's not ignore the fact in these three meetings, the Chiefs led by 18-14 and a touchdown mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter. Win probability in those games, 75% plus each game in the fourth quarter. So I think we'll see the Bengals certainly tested a lot more with that O-line issue. On the Chiefs' side, Mahomes is as healthy as anticipated. It's still going to be a game where things are very short and underneath. That's how the Bengals' defense plays. 
I think the Chiefs will be prepared for that. And I think it'll be a bit of sort of a, not a super explosive offensive attack, but the Chiefs will get what they can underneath and be pretty effective doing so. And so again, um, where this closes, I think we'll see this probably not get back to KC at three, but I certainly don't think we're going back the other way. So I think we're stuck in this dead zone. KC minus one and a half or minus two seems like the number we'll end up at. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest. His podcast is called The Simple Handicap. He's on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Great at breaking down the NFL, betting the sport as well. We have three minutes left here. So you like the Chiefs to win the game then. Uh, who do you think they play in the Super Bowl? And do you have, I, th- I think this Eagles number is going to go to three. In fact, it is at South Point right now, and I think more spots will offer that. Any interest in the Niners at that number? Uh, I think this number's right where it is. So an expensive two and a half at three, probably still not interested. Okay. There's been a couple places it's gone to three this week. It hasn't lasted very long. I think this game has the better chance to be at three, obviously, than where we were at the other one on Tuesday. But mm-hmm. um, this matchup's interesting. The one thing I would say is there's probably going to be a lot more passing than maybe anticipated. The Philadelphia Eagles with Jonathan Gannon, for all they do, he's he's an a solid defensive coordinator, but he doesn't adjust. He sits in soft coverage, plays off, has two deep safeties. This is a team that does not ever bite on play action. They're very conservative in how they play defensively, concede everything underneath. That means that San Francisco's not going to have a lot of success running, and it's going to be a spot where Purdy's counted on to make a lot of short and quick throws, which he's actually been very good at doing since taking over the starting role for San Francisco. So I think the Niners' offense... Looks a little bit defense, or a little bit different. Not as much play action. A lot of quick, short throws underneath that the Eagles are going to concede. End the rounds. A lot of stuff like that is what we'll see from the Niners. And on the other side, again, nobody's running on San Francisco whatsoever. And Sirianni and the Eagles have been good enough at game planning all season. Have been really sort of scripted to what the opposing defense allows. And so they change it up a lot. When they face these great run defenses, their pass rate has gone through the roof. And so I think we see a really high pass rate out of Philadelphia this week as well, just considering how the Niners play defense. A lot of teams throwing a lot on the Niners because you just you can't run on them. And so this total was around 45 and a half. It's creeped up a little bit just because of that extra anticipation of passing. The Niners defense has allowed guys the last two weeks against Dallas and Seattle to be running wide open. Neither quarterback has taken advantage. I think Hurts may be able to as well. So I do think if if I had to look in this game, I would be looking towards the over at 46 and a half. But from the side perspective, um, not a bet that I would be making. I think that side is priced right. Okay, very good. Adam, a pleasure talking to you as always. Great breakdown. Uh, hang tight. I want to talk to you during the break, if you don't mind, for a second. Of course. Yep. There you go. Again, you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Adam Chernoff, and the podcast is called The Simple Handicap. Excellent analysis there with what happened this week. And uh, we'll explain that the Bengals' defense has been phenomenal in the first quarter. Some eye-popping numbers coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. You want an edge? VSIN experts have you covered this Sunday. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber. Intro offer only $9.99. You get every play, every host, every guest, deep dive betting reports, and the betting guides. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Sign up today, only $9.99. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Well, hopefully uh, Adam's right, and it could be uh, much ado about nothing, and we all could come in Monday morning and have a good laugh about, oh, Mahomes is really banged up, right? And he goes for 350 and uh, three scores and no problem. Kansas City's back in the Super Bowl. With the line movement here and the injury, a lot of these props are out of whack too. Like with the high highest scoring team of the week and, mm-hmm. and the Mahomes props and what you saw earlier in the week with Mahomes props and, and even to lead in passing yards and all this. I mean, it's so, so right now you can get 8-1 to one for Mahomes to have the most passing yards in the playoffs, for the whole playoffs. It was 9 uh, earlier in the week. but Do you not have to take a flyer on that? Eight to one to lead all quarterbacks in passing yards during the playoffs. Well, now they're favored at home. His his passing yards prop moved from. By the way, Adam Chernoff likes that prop. Two seventy nine and a half. He still likes it over. You can find it between two eighty two and a half and two eighty six and a half. He likes it over. So if he goes yeah. over that and they win the game, well it's then you're, okay you're cooking. The yeah. Then you can get the job done at eight to one, nine to one. Right, especially if you're playing the Eagles. Because it's buy against buy in the one, in one last game, one fewer game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Hurts didn't have that. Sure. Hurts, the Eagles could win, and Hurts could throw for two ten. That's right. Not, have not, that that, not that Purdy is uh, blistering other well, defense either yeah, right now. Purdy didn't do much in. Uh, it, well, he did. He went for three thirty against Seattle, but two hundred last week. The other, the high team, the high team, the favorite, Cincinnati, at plus two ten. Kansas City's three plus three ten. To have the most points of the four teams. Well, that doesn't make any sense because, again, they're, yeah, now favor- they're favored. Yeah. They're favored at home, and it's got a, a slightly higher total than the other game. Yeah. Don't you take a little bit on the Chiefs here, yeah. plus 310? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, great catch here. We talked about this during the week, and we played a soundbite from Zach Taylor, right? He likes to get the ball first. So, and they go down and they score. Well, they did anyway against the Bills right away. We were surprised the Bills deferred, but there you go, Sean McDermott, defensive guy. And they had no solutions for the Bengals early on. This is a great observation. Jake Miller tweeted the show. Bengals first quarter points since week seven. Allowed. Allowed on defense. Zero against the Ravens back-to-back weeks. Zero against the Patriots. Three against Tampa. Zero against the Browns. Three against the Chiefs. Zero against Tennessee. Three against the Steelers. Zero Panthers. Zero Browns. Zero Atlanta. That's a phenomenal job, and if by chance, I can't, are the Chiefs going to defer if they win the coin toss? And Any, say anything's possible, but that that'd be a bad move in my opinion. I, I would say the same thing. I mean, if you think your quarterback's healthy, you don't do that. It's Patrick Mahomes. You know, shame on McDermott for what he did last week, and he's not the only one. I don't understand it. So I'm looking for a first quarter under ten. I don't see it available yet. It's uh, nine and a half at pretty much every spot with uh, various juice. But if that goes to 10, that will be a bet for me under in the first quarter. 
right sight unseen here with Mahomes still. I know the videos look good. I'd like to see him go a little bit left to right here. What is he going to look like if he wants to go out and scramble? Yeah. What's it going to look like when the Bengals bring the blitz right away in the first play, the first series of the game? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? The other thing is, too, you had to be concerned about Andy Reid. Well, he's been a great coach with this particular round and this particular game, and several people have tweeted it at us, and, and they're exactly right. The issues here will go back to Philly. Yeah. How many NFC title games did he lose in a row? And now he's going to go AFC title game five straight years and only go to and only have one Super Bowl trophy, which is possible. And he, the other thing is retirement too, which is in play. People brought up Bill Cowher, horrible at Pittsburgh. How many times is he a big favorite at home and lost AFC title games? Ridiculous. Oh, same thing with Tony Dungy and the Colts. Yeah, and Peyton Manning. Peyton, too, but Peyton that Manning was, was the big one, sure. I mean, Peyton Manning. How many times has Peyton Manning won and done 14-2, and 13-3? and three? I mean, he has the record for one and done. It's not even close. I mean, it's happened to every really good quarterback not named Tom Brady again. Rodgers, year after year at home. Far before that, same exact thing at Lambeau Field. The list of great quarterbacks who could never really get it done uh, year in and year out, it's endless. So, no, that'll be... Mm-hmm. It's again, it's very difficult to go on and win a championship. Ask the Buffalo Bills. They can't even get there. They can't even sniff the yep. uh, AFC title game. And again, according to everybody, like highest power rated team in the entire league. Are you concerned at all about the injury report in this Niners Eagles game? We talked about this with Randy Cross earlier. He said nothing really to see here with McCaffrey and Mitchell. They did not practice Wednesday. They did not practice on Thursday. I took a little uh, Mason. Their backup, backup running back to score the first touchdown at 80-1. to 1. Oh, yeah? Just in case. All right. I'm also contemplating... Well, he's, he's playing, but... Uh, yeah, they'll play. Yeah. I'm also looking at, if you go back to last year, now, they didn't have McCaffrey. I get that. Uh, boy, did Shanahan really like to use Debo in big spots running the football. Okay. And his rushing yards prop is 20 and a half in that neighborhood. I think Debo is going to get some touches in this game. And I know that he was a little shaky at practice yesterday, too. But that's, that's one guy that I, uh, I definitely like. I'm looking at the, the props right now. Again, Hurts carries nine and a half. Tough. Does he get to ten carries in the game? He had nine last week. He did fall down or fall down to avoid contact. Slide, rather, when I was the word I'm looking for. Yeah. To avoid contact. But that, it's, this is it. I mean, it's a trip to the Super Bowl. You do whatever you can. If you're close to 80, 90 percent, get you know a great job by Sal Pal earlier in the week too on how they coached him up to avoid the hit, don't land on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and get out of bounds. I mean that was well done too. Um, the other, what do you do with Philadelphia uh, running back props? God knows what Sirianna is going to do in terms of carries and how he breaks it down. Yeah, I mean Gainwell was 90 to one last week just to have the most yards in the Eagle game. I can't believe that. I mean, the most yards he had on the season was 39, and the kid goes for over 100. I really liked, early in the week, and we broke this down, I really liked Sanders under 55 and a half. That did move before we could really like say, hey, go get on this right now. I st- at 51 and a half, I think that's a bit high still. It's very difficult to run on this Niners defense. And I don't, I mean... How many carries is he going to have to get to go over? I mean, his prop is 13 and a half. If it's not going well for Sanders running the ball, do they give him 13, 14 carries? Yeah. I'd probably yeah. lean no on that. What do you think a longest touchdown in both games? 41 and a half. I like that under in the Eagle game. Longest touchdown. I would lean under in, in spots like this almost every single year, especially uh-huh. with two good defenses. The problem is the Niners defense is shaky. The secondary. Secondary. Shaky. Yeah. And I guess the one way it could get there with the Niners, other than a defensive touchdown, would be get the ball to Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, and let them, you know, with the yak, and take off. Mm-hmm. Other props at DraftKings, about two touchdowns. McCaffrey plus 550, Hurts 8-1, to A.J. Brown 9, Sanders 10, Kittle 13, Debo 14, Goddard 15. What's, did they have Devontae Smith? He is uh, 15. I won't be shocked if somebody scores two touchdowns in the game. If it comes from Philadelphia, I think it'll be like a Goddard, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown type. I see that too. Goddard. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. 15. Uh, Kansas City. The Kansas City game. Kelsey, 6. Mixon, plus 650. Chase, 7. McKinnon, 11. Pacheco, 12. Higgins, 16. Hurst, 28. Burrow, 35. Mm. 
Yeah, you want to really get nuts. How about Mahomes? Mahomes to have anytime touchdown. Anytime touchdown. That that is really getting kooky. What's that? Will he even take off and run? I mean, that would be the giant middle finger to everybody about what it, what high ankle sprain. I'm going to run one in or sneak one in. That'd be crazy. So he's he's typically in the 18 to one range to score the first touchdown, or maybe a little bit higher than that. I've seen him like as high as 30 this year. But he he you know when he's healthy, he gets in there. Uh, I'll find that right now with the player props. I want to stick with the hot hand with that angle, with the tight ends. I don't want the running backs. I want to stick with the tight ends again. In light of what happened last week, too, yeah. you get inside the five, you're looking for Kittle, you're looking for Kelsey, you're looking for Goddard. Yeah, I'm not afraid to bet uh, Kelsey to right. score the first touchdown in this game. Did not her, at all. Did her score nope. last week, too? Did he get in there? He did. Okay. He got yeah. in for one what of them. What a run it's been here for these tight ends. Yeah. Mahomes they they any, look for him, too. Anytime Mahomes, 8-1. to 8-1. to 8-1. to one. All right. I want to see, let's see, first touchdown from Mahomes, is he the, um, that would be like just rubbing it in their face. 30, <laughs> 36 to 1 30, I'm seeing right okay. now at first look. Okay, yeah, that would be something. Sneaks it in right off the bat. Oh, man. Man, it's, it's just enjoy the games because uh, it is rare to get this, you know, the four final teams to have this many wins in the regular season. Absolutely. We always talk about that, like, what if? Absolutely. Week 13, week 14, how the playoffs are shaping up. What if we get a Final Four of, you know, Team X versus Team Y? And we did it this year. It's historic. Yep. You know, sixth time ever where everyone has 12-plus wins, but also the, the winning streaks that they're on. 12 in a row, 10 yep. in a row. Kansas City's won 11 of 12. And, uh, again, Philly's 15-1 and one when Hurts starts. This is nuts. We'll get some perspective from the other side of the counter as Thomas Gable will join us from Borgata Race and Sportsbook in Atlantic City coming up next as a bookmaker who has been eyeballs deep in Eagles money since the summer. What does he make the true number in that title game? We'll ask him coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.